Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, October the 15th in 2021 on When Our Eyes. This morning we come to the end of year B, proper week 24, which is the 21st Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Friday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the gospel text from the Revised Common Lectionary for this week in the church calendar year. So we find ourselves back in the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. So let me read that passage. We've got to provide a couple of points for reflection. Then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making us part of your morning on When Our Eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then he rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing aside his cloak, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. This is the word of God for us. Every now and again, when we compare a single story that's represented represented in the different Gospels, sometimes we get some funny things about uh, how the story goes. Uh, So, for instance, in Mark chapter 10, the text that we just read, this is the story of blind Bartimaeus begging Jesus to heal him. And you'll notice the very first sentence of Mark 10 says, When they came to Jericho and Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. Okay, so he was leaving the city, according to Mark 10. However, if you go to Luke 18, verse 35 says, As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And so here it seems to be that uh, Luke has in mind that Jesus is entering Jericho, but Mark has uh, Jesus exiting Jericho when Bartimaeus uh, encounters Jesus and his disciples. Uh, So what's going on here? Some scholars try to get cute and they try to say that, well, there was the Jericho uh, from early in the book of Joshua. It was destroyed, and so there was a Jericho next door. So Jesus could be both entering and exiting a Jericho at the same time, since the newer Jericho probably was built right beside the old Jericho. Now, uh, that seems rather flimsy to me. And so what I think is going on here, and this is something that other people have commented on, is that it seems like Bartimaeus begged the whole way through the city. I mean, Jesus is obviously passing through Jericho on the way to Jerusalem. This is the last narrative before Jesus enters into Jerusalem uh, during the week that he will be apprehended later and crucified. And so uh, this is like the, the very last stop. You know, he's getting closer and closer to the vicinity of Jerusalem. And so Bartimaeus seems to be so desperate to be healed that he cries out 
all the way. He doesn't stop. Even when people rebuke him and they sneer at him, when they say, stop being you know, the village idiot that's making us look bad, you need to sit down and keep quiet, um, Bartimaeus is crying out all the more. And uh, Mark has this interesting little tidbit that when um, Bartimaeus is called to him, he says that he leaves his cloak aside in verse 50. He jumped up to his feet and he came to Jesus. What, what is this cloak? Was this just the outer garment? It could have been people layered in their clothing back then. Others have commented and said that if you were blind, there's a good chance that you would like tie a piece of material over your eyes just as a courtesy to others so that people would know that you were a blind person. And so here he is like setting aside perhaps this garment of identification that he's blind. But even after all that, after all of his uh, wild display of calling out to Jesus, uh, Jesus asked him a, a pretty, a, a question that was like a kind of a no-brainer, like a Captain Obvious question, right? Jesus says, "What do you want me to do for you?" And Bartimaeus could have gone, "Hey, it's obvious. Like I am, I am without sight. I would love to see again." But Jesus uh, wants to be clear, and I think this is a really stunning question for Jesus to ask. It should have been understood, but Jesus asked anyway. and Because it's almost like he wanted Bartimaeus to articulate the words and to ask him directly what he wanted, um, his request. I think this is important for us because oftentimes, uh, don't you find that we're dodgy? Uh, we have needs, but we don't want to be like so upfront about them. We want to you know, play it cool uh, because we want to give the impression that we have tried our hardest up to this point and we want to somehow get credit for enduring under the pressure or under the weight of something before we ask for a favor. And so, like if it's we want to ask our boss for a raise or if we want to ask our spouse to help out in this area and they haven't picked up on our subtle hints that they would like for us uh, to pitch in, they would like for us to pitch in on that idea, uh, you know, we, we kind of cage it instead of coming right out and say what we need. And so here Jesus is like saying, hey, like I, I just want to know, what do you want? And I want you to be able to tell me without any excuses or any disclaimers, tell me what your need is. And I think that that might be what Jesus would have for us in a time of prayer this morning. Jesus already knows what we need. He's God. He holds us and all things together. But there's something about what, nur- what nourishes our relationship when we can be honest with one another. And we can speak the truth, uh, even when the truth will hurt to, to, to acknowledge that we need help in this area. Um, as a minister, I've been in situations where people have, uh, they've, they've tried and tried in a certain area of their life and they haven't been able to whip uh, an, uh, an attitude or a habit and they want to sit down and talk about it. And there's something liberating about being able to share exactly what you need or want. And that's what I'm going to have, uh, that's, that's what I would encourage us to do this morning is, Whatever it is that we need God from God, we can ask Him outright, and we will be able to live to tell of it. And even, in fact, I think that we'll have a greater depth of our connection and intimacy with God if we can tell Him exactly, as straightforward and clear way as possible, what we need. We need to be healed in our bodies. We need financial resources to help cover needs. Uh, we need this relational issue uh, to be figured out. We, we have this area and pattern of our life that needs to that we need the power to overcome. Like, say it specifically in our time of prayer this morning and just wait to hear and to sense uh, the lavish love of God to be poured over our lives in that area of our lives. So I'm going to just encourage you. I'm going to pray for us here in a moment, but have a need that you can be clear about to Jesus, just like Bartimaeus. 
and whisper that need to him. As we spend time centering ourselves, having a moment of prayer this morning before we face our day, and and be attentive to witnessing how God provides for us for that need that we have in our life, just like he did for Bartimaeus on the road, alongside the road to Jericho. And as he meets our need, the, the, the invitation to us is going to be how this story ends. That Bartimaeus, is, he just didn't go back home after he got what he wanted, but he continued to follow Jesus along the way. May you and I, after we receive our blessing, may we be encouraged to follow Jesus as well. So with that in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that we can come to you with any need. Uh, Just like Barnabas, as he called out throughout the city streets of Jericho, probably from one end of the city to the next, we know that you hear us, that you call to us, and that when we come before you, we can allow our requests to come before you. And they don't have to be filtered, they don't have to be cleaned up or polished, but they can be brutally honest. And God, each of us have a need today. Uh, And that's why um, we love you, because we know that we can bring our needs uh, to you and that you provide for us like a loving father does, that you give us good gifts. And so, God, we thank you for your provision in our lives. We look back over the corridor of our life and we see again and again, you have been faithful. And so we cling to your faithfulness once more. God, I uh, just pray for any needs that we have, that we bring to you, that we whisper to you, that we uh, don't have to cage behind religious language. I pray that we would get the sense that you hear us, that you don't turn us away with this need, but that you hold us within your love with this need today. And I pray that as you bless us and as you answer that prayer, God, I pray that you'd also give us the desire to continue to follow you along the road, not just be those who uh, look for something from you, but who want to be with you as well. So God, that's our desire, is to be with you. And so help us to learn what it means like for us today, with all the shape of our life and circumstance, what it is to what it means to be with you today. And that's our desire. So God, help us in that endeavor. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. <music>